will praise you and exalt your name forever and ever. And more so, today is our Thanksgiving Sunday. So with an understanding of what the Lord has done for us, shall we just open our mouth and just think and from the depth of our heart begin to offer him the thanks begin to offer him the praise begin to say thank you father heavenly father in the name of jesus christ i thank you lord god i thank you father lord i worship you lord i give you the praise lord i give you the glory thank you for your grace upon my life thank you for your favor upon me lord god i thank you for where you brought me from thank you for the washing lord god thank you for the cleansing thank you father lord god for not leaving me the way i was oh lord god thank you father lord god for not leaving me the way i used to be lord i thank you for the purpose and the plan you have for me lord god i thank you for your grace and your mercy over me lord god i thank you father lord god i thank you because i was that boy that you picked up from the from 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 from, from the dunk hill oh lord god from the pit hole oh lord god and you washed me you cleansed me oh lord god you lifted me up to sit with kings and princes father i say be exalted father i say be exalted lord i say be exalted lord i say be exalted thank you for your favor that follows me every day Thank you, Father, Lord God, for turning the hearts of kings and princes towards me. Thank you for your favor that is upon me. And thank you for your mercy that goes ahead of me. Father, I say be exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me to thank God for this year, 2022. He has spoken ahead of us this year. That this is the year, that it is the year of the saints of God. Father, Lord God, I thank you for your word in our lives that did not fall to the ground. Father, we say be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, I say be exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, be exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Begin to thank him for his grace upon you. His grace that follows us everywhere. His grace that radiates upon us. Father, we say thank you. Lord God, I say thank you for your light that shines upon us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your favor that rests upon us. Lord, we say be exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for being my Father. Thank you for the privilege I have to be your son. Thank you, Father, Lord God. The word says that as the Father keeps his children, as the shepherd guides his flock, that the Lord will always guide us. Lord God, I thank you for being my father indeed. Lord, I thank you for being my father indeed. You said when my father and my mother forsake me, yes, you said, yes, I, the Lord, will lift you up. Lord God, I thank you for indeed you have been my father. I thank you, Lord, for indeed you have been my father. I thank you, Lord, for indeed you have been my father. That when I called upon you as a father, you answered me. Lord God, I said, be exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for turning your face to me, O oh Lord God, beyond my expectation. Your word said that the Lord is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all you can ever task or think or imagine. Lord God, I say thank you. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for, 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 for revealing yourself to me beyond my expectation, beyond what I can ever dream. Lord God, I say be exalted. Father, I say be exalted. I say be exalted. Lord God, I say be exalted. Lord God, I thank you. Father, Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I thank you. Psalm 116 verse 3 says, The cause of death entangled me, and the anguish of great come upon me. In my, I was overcome with trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Oh Lord, save me. Father, Lord God, I thank you for hearing our voice, oh Lord. I thank you, oh Lord God, for hearing my cry, oh Lord. I thank you, oh Lord God, for, 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 for acceding to my cry. I said, be exalted. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Glory, 
honor and adoration belong to you. Let's continue to just praise the, the Lord Most High, for he is good, and his mercies endure forever. Had it not been for him on our side, what would our testimony have been? Many of us woke up this morning without sickness, with sound mind. We praise and we acknowledge you in this hour, Father Lord Jesus. We magnify you, O Lord, and we declare you as King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the everlasting Father. We experience the abundance of your love day in and day out. And we are thankful, Father Lord Jesus. May your name continue to be glorified in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name we've praised. I read from the book of Romans chapter 15. And I read from verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to commit today's service into God's hand. We're going to ask the Lord that we want an encounter of him, just like we learned on Friday. You know, the blind man cried out all the louder, even though he was being asked to keep quiet. So our prayer is going to be, Lord Jesus, in today's service, do not pass me by. Let me encounter the Holy Spirit. Let me encounter your joy and your peace and increase my trust in you. Let my being here today not be in vain. Let's lift up our voices and pray. Father, Lord Jesus, I ask in your word that you would fill me with joy and peace, even in today's service. Let there be an encounter with you today that resonates and translates my life for the better. Father, Lord Jesus, I am crying out to you today on your holy temple, on your holy hill, and asking that you do not pass me by. Please, Lord, do not pass me by. Let the purpose for my being here today not be in vain. Open my ears so that I can be receptive and hear what the Spirit of the Most High God is going. Give me a spirit, O Lord Jesus, that is sensitive to the move of your Spirit in today's service. Take away every inhibition, everything that prevents me, O Lord Jesus, from encountering the power of your Spirit today. Remove it from me in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we have ascended the hill of the Lord and we want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not just another Sunday service. This is an opportunity to encounter you. This is an opportunity to be transformed by you. This is another opportunity to hear from you, to be developed by you, to watch stronger in you. So, Father Lord Jesus, open our ears to hear you. Give us a fertile heart, Father Lord Jesus. Turn hearts of stone into hearts of flesh in the mighty name of Jesus. We do not want to leave today's service without having heard from you, without having felt the spirit of the most high God working within us. Lord Jesus we are asking in your name that you do not pass us by do not pass us by. Not because we need healing or we need something from you. But Lord Jesus because we want to grow in you and in the things of God. Take away physical tiredness Father Lord Jesus that we may be able to touch the helm of your garment today and be renewed from the inside out. Father Lord Jesus we are asking that you would renew and refresh us O Lord we understand from your scripture that even when Moses ascended to the holy temple or holy mountain he, he did not return the same the glory of the most high God was tangible
visible on his face. Lord, we are asking the same of you today. That when we hear your word through the ministration of song, when we hear your word through the preaching, when we see the revelation that comes through your scriptures, that we will not be the same. That the glory of the Most High God would resonate and emanate from us, O Lord Jesus. That we would take back something from this service that would resonate in our communities. We would take back something from today's service, O Lord, that will be impactful, Father Lord Jesus, in our workplaces. Let the glory of the Most High God translate us and bring everything within us that is dead back to life. Lord, we avail ourselves to you. We avail ourselves to you. We avail ourselves to you. And we ask that you would have your way. Have your way. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place, O Lord Jesus. We are at your disposal. Less of us and more of you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Psalm 92, verse 10. You have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. Fine oils have been poured upon me. Could I have it in the King James Version, please? My horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. This morning, I want us to begin to pray. We are rounding up the month of Revelation. We are going into the month of the Holy Ghost. I want us to begin to pray for the fresh oil of our Lord and Savior to be poured upon everyone that steps into this auditorium, everyone that joins us online, every CFT branch all over the world, that let us be anointed with fresh oil. Let us meet God anew and afresh, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that our hearts will be enlarged, that we shall be able to have a communion with God, that we will, move, we will live here a changed person. Even as Saul entered into the presence of God, and they said it's Saul among the prophets that they will say it's Allah among the prophets that they will say it's uh, Elizabeth among the prophets that they will say it's Daniel among the prophets because of what God shall do even in our lives today let us just begin to pray and ask for a fresh anointing a fresh anointing our Lord and our God even as we move even into the mount of the Holy Ghost Father Lord God even as we move Lord God from the mount of revelation Lord God we thank you Lord God because you have revealed yourself to us and you, you have revealed to us yourself to us afresh. Our Lord and our God, we begin to pray, Lord God, from henceforth, O oh Lord God. We ask for a fresh anointing, O oh Lord God. An anointing that will take us through August and will cause us to be victorious. An anointing that will take us through August and we will reflect you. An anointing that will take us through August and every day in August we shall see the gift of the Spirit. The nine gifts of the Spirit shall operate in our lives, shall operate in our homes, shall operate in our offices, shall operate in our careers, shall operate in our children that we shall be freshly anointed. Our children shall be freshly anointed. Our Lord and our God, we pray, Lord God, for open heavens. Let heavens be opened upon us. Let heavens be opened upon us. Even as um, Jacob lied down and he saw the gates of heaven and he saw angels descending and ascending. We pray, O oh Lord God, let your angels descend even in our midst this morning. Let them descend, Lord God, in our midst this morning, giving out the gifts of the Spirit, giving out answers to prayer. Our Lord and our God, giving out, be people at their point.
point of need. Lord God, let your angels descend, even in our midst this morning, meeting us afresh, meeting us anew, talking to us. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, we shall not live here the same. We shall not live here the same. We shall not live here the same. Lord God, we ask for your anointing. Let your anointing come. Let your anointing come. Let your anointing come. Let the Holy Ghost come. Let the Holy Ghost come. Even as he came on the day of Pentecost, we ask that the Holy Ghost will come again. Lord God, we ask for the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost come in the name of Jesus. Anoint us afresh. Anoint us anew, Lord God. We shall live here with the gift of the Spirit. We shall live here prophesying. We shall live here descending. We shall live here with gift of healing. We shall live here with miracles because of your fresh anointing, oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, today shall be a different day in our lives. Today shall be a different day in our lives. It shall be the day of anointing, the day of fresh anointing, the day of fresh anointing. Our Lord and our God, you will anoint us afresh. Our Lord and our God, you will anoint us anew. Our Lord and our God, you will meet us at our point of need. Lord God, we shall see you. We shall see you anew. We shall see you afresh. Thank you, our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. God is good. All the time. All the time. So now let's sing to God from the book of uh, uh, Isaiah and Psalms. Surely God is my salvation. It's our salvation. We will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is our strength. And he's also our song. He has become our salvation. With joy we shall draw water from the wells of salvation today. Today you will say, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. And proclaim that his name be exalted. We are going to ask all these that I'm reading to us this morning. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Look at your life from the time that you are conceived in your mother's womb. We need to sing to him till this very present time. Some of us are supposed not to be here anymore, but God has been faithful. Even when we are not faithful, he has been faithful. So we have to sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. You only don't sing it here. People are watching us all over. Let it be known to all the world. Hallelujah. That God has done great things for Christ's tabernacle. And as individuals, that God has done great things for you. Shout aloud. Psalm 47. Don't forget this. Shout aloud and sing for joy. When the choir starts to lift, uh, lead us in singing, let us shout it out. Hallelujah. Thank God for that small boy. When I let you know, I don't, I don't forget that small boy. Shout aloud and sing for joy. People of Christ, faith, tabernacle. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you. God is among us this morning. As we declare his lordship over us, let us praise him. Hence that Psalm 24 with an uplifted hand. Remember, shout aloud, sing it aloud, speak it aloud. In whatever form God has given to you this morning. And you shall be blessed. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas. And established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? 
he that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication for God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You opened your hand and satisfied the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Lord Jesus. King of kings, we magnify you. Let's just lift up the name of the living God. For he is awesome, mighty, and powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let's go. I'm happy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. How about you?
just lift up our voice to the Lord and declare that he is good. He is great. His mercies endure forever. We're going to declare that when you heal, you heal completely. When you love, you love completely. When you bless, you bless completely. When you heal, you heal completely. When you love, you love completely. When you heal, you heal completely. When you bless, you bless completely. Oh, the when you heal, you heal completely. You heal completely. Hey, and when you heal, you heal completely. You heal completely. You heal completely. You heal completely. When you heal, you heal completely. You heal completely. We keep on healing. Because when you bless, you bless completely. And you keep on blessing. And you keep on blessing. Because when you say, you say completely.
give God a worship. We exalt and magnify your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice and worship God. Lord, we exalt you. We give you praise, O oh God. We give you praise, O oh God. Ripa boro deskere boli brala de bosarada. We worship you, our King. Mare graka de bore bro de brade bosi braka de. Lord, we exalt you. The Bible says, if I pray in the tongue, I know my spirit prays. If I pray in the tongue, I know my mind prays. What shall I do then? I shall pray with my spirit and with my understanding. Let your spirit well out to heaven. you are king and lord we thank you the voice that speaks we exalt you the voice that speaks and his voice is heard to the ends of the earth we thank you the spirit of holiness we worship you our king and our father we exalt you the immortal the invincible god the only wise god we exalt you the sovereign Lord will bless your name. Father, we thank you for the privilege and honor of being your children by the blood of the Lamb. We thank you for the grace of salvation. We thank you for the spirit of righteousness that you have given unto us to distinguish us among mankind. We thank you for your holiness, Lord. We thank you for your throne, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, Lord. We thank you for the elders in heaven, Lord, that surround your throne, O Father. We thank you for the light that is inaccessible. We thank you for the beasts of heaven that surround your throne. We thank you for the myriads of angels that you have created. We thank you for the glory of angels. As one glory from the other is different from the other. We bless your name for the glory that you have bestowed upon mankind. We can see your hand walk, O oh God, the moon and the stars. We can see the galaxy. We can see the seas that you have made. We can see, O oh Lord, the creatures, both great and small. We can see, Lord, they encircle your throne and worship you, he who lives forever and ever. To you be the glory and honor. We thank you for the spirit of prophecy. We thank you, God, because you live in man and you utter from man that which is your counsel for nations, for people, and you bring to pass that which you have eternally ordained. We give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you for the grace, how we can transcend from human physical body into the realm of the spiritual and begin to operate in the divine nature of God. We exalt and magnify the O King. We worship you, our God. How you have endowed upon man to sing only to your glory. We thank you that we are not among those who sing to the glory of Lucifer. We thank you that we are not among those who sing to the glory of men. 
But we sing unto your glory, O God. We do not praise men with our lips, Lord. But we praise you, eternal God. Immortal, invisible, only wise God. We give you the praise and honor. We give you the glory and might. We thank you, Lord. We ascribe greatness to your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the insight you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for your blessedness. Thank you for the testimonies of your saints, even those that we had on Friday on this holy mountain. Be thou exalted, O God. Thank you for what you do in our lives every day. We can say great is your faithfulness, Lord God of our Father. All we have desired, all we have asked, you have provided. We worship you, it is written. Yet God had richly blessed us in the heavenly places with all spiritual blessings through Christ Jesus. And we thank you that we are the recipients of all these blessings in your storehouse. We exalt you. We submit ourselves, Lord, to your transcendent spirit, that we may ride by the wind of the spirit into the heart of the Father, that at this time we may utter mysteries in human understanding. That the intention of the heart of men shall be revealed. Nera Permit also God to see deep. Let there be utterance in every lips this morning, O God. Be thou exalted, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven that lives forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen forevermore. Welcome someone beside you in the name of the Lord. Make sure that you welcome somebody. Two bodies. Three bodies. <laughs> Amen. Please go ahead. You can take your seats. Hallelujah forevermore. You know, one of the things that makes my heart rejoice, I would say that the greatest thing that makes my heart rejoice on earth is the mystery of how God lives in human. How God lives in us by His Holy Spirit. Of course, we understand the fact that if we really think it deep, we have seen how Satan lives in some human beings. Isn't it? Come on now. I didn't hear your voice. <laughs> I said that devil lives in some human beings. Is that correct? If you don't agree with that, you will tell me how someone can just wake up in the morning and stab a nine-year-old girl to death in England this week. So how, how could he do that? He did that under the unction of what dwells in him. Amen. We read today from the book of Second Samuel 13, isn't it? That is an evidence that he was very living human being. Somebody took his sister and raped her. Isn't it? If you didn't read it, what did you read? <laughs> this is a scripture I give to all of you to read every day, isn't it? If you didn't read it... Let me tell you, from tomorrow, you must read the scripture of the day. Tell somebody, Amen. amen. Hallelujah. 
So that when I'm asking you, you are not going to be looking like, can I see your face? Who read it? Who didn't read it? You don't have to be looking guilty. I can read your iris and try and see what you are, you, are, you, you know, the, the way you are reacting to this kind of stuff now. But, you know, you and I know that demons live in human beings, correct? So, and the demons that live in human beings, how we know them is the, the people that demons live in, how we know them is by the manifestation of the demon over them. So also those who have the Spirit of God. How we know you is by the manifestations that happen to you. Understand that in the, spirit, in the demonic realm, one manifestation differs from others. Some are, some are you know, possessed by uh, spirits and the spirits are permitted just to do little things. And then they will manifest those things. And you see some who are very, very possessed and they will do most atrocious things. Isn't it? Come on now. All right. So also in the kingdom of God, one spirit possesses man, which is the Holy Spirit. And then you can see the manifestation in different ways, beginning from the way you think, which it transforms. A wicked person gets saved, and then the next thing you see is that he could not be wicked anymore. Not because he decided not to be wicked, but because there's a spirit in him now that have dispossessed him of the old spirits, which controlled him. And so because the control has changed, the government has changed, the attitude changes as well. And you see people, you know, some bad things you used to do before. When the Spirit of God comes into you, you will not be able to do them. Even if your body wants to do them, your spirit will suppress it. Isn't it? And so the mystery that I cannot understand up till now, that I believe that I will understand it better when I get to heaven, is the mystery of how God... The sovereign one lives in mortal man. As many who believe in Jesus, God gave the power to be called sons of God. So every one of you who have given your life to Jesus, the Spirit is in you. Isn't it? You know, when demons possess people, they don't act immediately. Demons will gestate for some months or years, and then he begin to reveal himself. At the time that demons begin to manifest themselves, they have been so grounded in the life of that person. So they must have grounded themselves in the fabrics of thinking of the person, in the ideologies of the person, and make those things look natural to the person. So that when they begin to pull the strings in the person, the person will think he is the one speaking, or she is the one speaking, or he is the one doing those things, or she is the one doing those things. And then that person will legitimize evil as good. So it is that God's spirit rests upon man and it incubates a man. But the difference between the demonic spirit and God's spirit is this. God's spirit never forces his will upon man. But he develops your human understanding so that you can submit to his control. God's Spirit doesn't force man. Demons force people. But God's Spirit doesn't force people. Nobody can say that the Spirit of God forced me to do this. No. He will develop your human mind so that you will be able to respond to him, you know, as he leads you. That is the Spirit of God. And because the Spirit of God does not force people which is the distinction between God and the devil. Many believers are left behind by his control. And today I want to speak to you about one of the attributes that can trigger the spirit inside you. 
Let me read some scriptures to you before I do this. Let's look at the book of um, Matthew chapter 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 you know 28. Let's look at verse 18. I'll give you the scriptures. Then we we'll talk about this trigger. That if you can operate this trigger, there will be nothing under heaven that you cannot do. It says, give it to me please, on, this, on the screen. We'll read together. Then Jesus gave them... Say it again. Yes. Yes. Therefore... And then, okay, look at, all right, you understand that? Is everybody in tune with that? No, read it again. Go back to that verse, 18. Let us read it, every one of us, with life. Shall we? Now, this is what Jesus said to his disciples. Now, look at the book of Mark, chapter 18, chapter 16. Let's read again, verse 19. Yes, on the board. Shall we? Mm-hmm. So, Jesus said, all powers is given unto me, therefore you go and make disciples of all nations. And he made a promise, and lo, I am with you always till tomorrow. Till when? Till when? Head of age to a believer is when you die. Before the ultimate end of age, when he will come. He said, God will be with you and I till death, last breath of our nostrils. And he will be with us, the church, to the time of rapture, which is the end of age. Now, this is the word of the Lord Jesus. But Mark tells us that after the Lord has spoken this to them, he was taken up to heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples did what? Obeyed what he said. And what is that? Faith in the instruction given. The disciples obeyed what Jesus said. And so because the disciples obeyed what Jesus said, 
Jesus walked with them. Confirming his word. With what? Come on now. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Jesus confirmed his word with signs and with wonders. If you are a child of God, which you are, you must know this. Faith is the greatest substance that you can have. Faith in the Lord. Jesus gave a command. The disciples did as he said. And so they laid the bedrock for Jesus to confirm. As I said before going into these exegesis, is this that the Holy Spirit of God does not force people because it can only operate through the faith of those who possess Him. Now, the whole of April, August, we'll be looking at the Holy Spirit. But today, for every one of you, especially those who are in the media who write, topics for my preaching. Today you are talking about walking in faith with God. Walking in faith with God. That is what I'll be teaching you or I'm teaching you today. Understand that God anything that God says from this scripture anything that is the word of God God does not call it back. Alright? When God says something, that's what he will do. You know, today, my son was discussing with me on uh, the second uh, Samuel 13. And there are questions that you will ask about second Samuel 13. And then we went to 12 to look at answer to it. And we discovered that there is a mystery in 12... Concerning David sleeping with Uriah's wife and killing the man. Alright? And if you look at that story, God said the son that you give birth, the child you give birth to through that atrocious act will die. But that child is sinless. How can God tell a child sinless that he will die? The man committed sin. The child died. Have you ever thought about it? And so, for today's meeting, then I go further. The reason is because that child did not commit sin. But the channel by which the child is born is accursed. Every child that is born that way, because of the channel by which the child is born, that child is accursed. Whenever you rape a woman and she gives birth to a child and there is denial about the child, that child is accursed. And I think I'll teach, teach this very well among you. Unless if the child gets born again. But of course in those days there was no salvation. So God saved that innocent child by taking the innocent child away. Now, but this is the lesson. After Nathan spoke with him, David Decided not to eat. He, because the Lord afflicted the child, the Bible says. David decided not to eat. So, he continued to pray and fast. No food, no water. And the Bible says on the seventh day, 
the child died as the Lord has spoken. Why did the child die? Haven't David fasted and prayed? You want to hear it? This month, don't miss the service. Let me take you further on faith. Because, you know, I told you I was reading a book on God's jurisprudence. And I'm going to explain to you by it how God legal mind reasons. That is jurisprudence. How God legal mind reasons. God does not do evil. And when we understand the way that God's legal mind reasons, I tell you, you will not want to offend God. God saved David and said to David, Your sins are forgiven. When we read that, you read, we will look at it very, very deeply. And why would God do that? We'll see it there. But then the child he took to rescue the, the child from the, the dilemma that will follow him in the world. But then the Nathan now said to David, That sword will never end in your house, and that you did this to somebody. Your child will do it to you in the public. Why did God do that? Why is it that when God spoke, regardless of how David loved God, how he repented, how he acted, God still enforced what he has spoken. Listen to me, therefore. No, don't go to Samuel. Don't look at Samuel. No, I'm not talking about Samuel. I'm talking about faith. And the issue that I was helping you to understand is, Jesus gave instruction, the apostles acted upon the instruction, and that is faith. And because they acted upon the instruction, Jesus was able to walk through them. Any instruction given you in the scriptures... If you do not walk through it, then you have no faith. What is faith there for? We are going to a very big ocean now. And from this, in this month, I will take you through that lesson of David. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 is a scripture that opened up with definition of faith. It says, now faith is, being, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's the King James Version. Substance of things hoped for. If the Bible says faith is a substance, it means it's tangible. That's what it means. Faith is tangible. But faith is the evidence, which means faith is visible. Because evidence in law is something visible. Somebody help that woman out immediately, please. And leave the mother and the child in Hall of Mirrors till this meeting is finished. All right. So, if faith is substance that is tangible, in the month we will look at the word substance so that you can understand but it's about matter it's scientific that is about matter but if it is the evidence then it's something visible 
But the NIV better puts it and says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is the act of being sure, and that is the substance. That is, Jesus says something, I believe in it, all right? And the evidence is certainty. Being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Can I help us understand this by marrying this translation with King James Version? In this place of substance, NIV puts it, be sure of what you hope for. So it means that the substance is hope. Okay? An assurance of that hope. That is the meaning of the substance. As far as these translations is concerned. A substance of hope. And the NIV puts it, it is being sure. It is an act of being sure of hope. In other words, it is living currently in the hope of tomorrow. I will explain this very much better and detailed as we go on. Then it says, being certain of what we do not see. And the King James does not put being certain as the evidence. So evidence is explained as being certain of what we do not see. And I will say in conclusion, is bringing the unseen to sin. That is certainty. Now, my expression about this when I was teaching about faith among you some time ago is, faith is trust and confidence in God. You can write that down. Trust and confidence in God. So, if the word of God says something, I act upon it, even even when I did not see an evidence for it. The Bible says something, I don't need to seek for evidence or for sign okay i jump into it and i act upon it can i say to us a good number of us have gone to theology to study theology and all stuff like that which is what i encourage every member of this church to do as much as you have time go and study theology it's a very good thing Uh, you can study the history of um, israel very good thing there is one author in Israel that um, is quite very, very pronounced that we clergymen approve of when you talk about the history of Israel. Um, is a good man to read is Josephus. There are other historians. But you must know this, that those histories and those historians, they speak limited to human evidence. Why you can have truth in what they have established, you cannot have the understanding of what the Bible is saying through them. Are we together now? So when they tell you the story, okay, but when they, they make a conclusion from the story, that conclusion, be very careful about it. It may be sincere, sincerely wrong. Because history is not to tell us why things happen. It's to tell us what has happened. That's what is recorded. But to tell us why those things happen, it is the Holy Spirit of God 
that can give you understanding. On this trip, we had a, a, a historian that is in Israel that is very, very, you know, curious man. And he gave a lot of information that are just the truth about the approach. However, he, he, he went beyond telling what was written to telling opinions. And the opinions are sincerely wrong. So when people are guiding and I'm going with them, when he talks about the opinion, I just leave that alone because the opinion is sincerely wrong. But where the approach, the history of what is written is exactly true. But it takes the Spirit of God to give you the understanding of the mystery. Because the Bible says in Deuteronomy 29, 29 that mysteries belong to God and things revealed belong to us. And of course, I'll be going through some, 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 of, some of those things. Here, therefore, we know the definition of faith. Second thing, I want to talk about the importance of faith. What are the importance or what is the importance of faith? One, a man of faith receives commendation from God and man. If you are a man of faith, you will receive commendation from God and from man. You know, if you read the book of Job, God is the one who commended Job. Have you seen my servant Job? Why? Job was a man of faith. If you see all men that their news spread all over, as, Jesus, as God promised here, you will see that it is because of their faith in God, they were able to do what a natural man cannot do, and their news spread. So, <clears throat> Hebrews 11.2, it says, This is what the ancients were commended for, that is faith. Number two, I'm talking about the importance of faith. A man of faith is a man who can please God. Without faith, no matter who you are, without faith in God, you cannot please God. Hebrew 11:6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists. Which you all do. Then he went further to say, and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So, therefore, a man of faith is not just a man who says, I believe. A man of faith is not just a man who comes to church. Of course, those who have faith will come to church. And those who have faith will believe. But beyond belief, a man of faith is a man that seeks God. Not just seeking God, but earnestly seeking God. You know, I was trying to look at what earnestly means as in the interpretation of men. It says, with sincere and intensive conviction. So, no man can say anything contradicting the Bible before a man of faith. You cannot accept such. Are you with me now? <laughs> Look, when we went to Israel the last time, not this time, we were taken to a mountain where Jesus Christ was said that when he was 
uh, on the mountain. He was preaching to them in, in Galilee area. And they decided to push him off the cliff. Really, the previous tour guide took us to that cliff and showed us how deep and we saw that cliff. You don't die it. But this is what their history said. And their history said that Jesus just flew from that top of the mountain and he flew to the ground. But my Bible says Jesus turned to those who wanted to push him and he walked towards them and they fell. Which one is true? It's the Bible, not their history. Not their history. Because flying is running away from those who oppose you. And my Lord will not run away from opposition. He will rather turn to opposition and prove that he is beyond them. And he walked into their midst who wanted to kill him, who wanted to throw him. And they fell. Are we together now? So, faith is, it does not matter who said what. If it is contrary to what is written, a man of faith cannot believe it. You don't move by, you know, interpret the scripture or, or expect the scripture to be subject to the intellect of man. It cannot be. So, believing God and earnestly seeking Him. Believing in God and earnestly seeking Him. You know why I'm telling you this? I'll just take you to the place of supernatural and one of the things that faith does. Why do many Christians say, but I pray, 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 nothing is happening. <laughs> you know why nothing is happening? Because you are doing nothing. <laughs> That's why. That is why. That is why. <laughs> faith can sink in tribulation. All will be well. <laughs> faith can see light in darkness. All will be well. <laughs> Listen to me. A man of faith increases his strength. Faith does not manifest unless it is challenged. But a man of faith does not quit or run before any challenge. So therefore, understand, if you walk in faith, operate in faith, you'll be commended. Second thing, if you claim to be, to be a man of faith, it is evident by your seeking God earnestly. Let's look at Abraham, the father of faith, we call him. Galatians chapter 3 verse 69 says, Consider Abraham. What is the consideration? He believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Because in his time, Jesus has not died yet. Abraham lived in time of conscience. Remember, I was teaching you the consensus belief in Christendom. That there are three dispensations. The dispensation of conscience when God just allowed man with their mind. Which ended in time of Moses. And Moses came and another season began. The period of law. And after Moses was given the law till Malachi, Jesus came up and the third dispensation, the dispensation of grace. These are the three dispensations that operate among men. But if you look at this, it says, Abraham believed God. It was credited 
I love that word credited to him as righteousness. Because we cannot attain God's righteous standard by human effort. And it says, understanding that those who believed, who believe, are children of Abraham. Those who believe are children of Abraham. It says the scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So, those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So, what is God saying here? God said to Abraham, all nations will be blessed through you. Yes? And did Abraham believe or not? I want to tell you. Did Abraham believe or not? Understand, I've told you, if I say something different to what Bible has said, I am wrong. You can't follow me in that. That's why you must read the Bible. I make you read the Bible. We put the Bible on the screen. Don't take me away from the Bible there. The people upstairs can hear my voice. I said Abraham believed God. Correct? That is what is written. And that must be the fact. You can't philosophize it. Whether you understand it or you don't understand it is the truth. At a level, a child does not know who the father is. He just knows that they call him father. He didn't know that he came out of that man. Okay? The mystery of how he was born, he doesn't understand it. He just called the man father. If the father explained to him that you are a liquid that came out of me into your mother's womb, he'll be looking at the father. Liquid? Liquid? Because of his age. But when that child grows older to understanding that level, the child will come and educate the father how he was conceived. Isn't it? So, there are things in the Bible you may not understand. Don't try to ask why or how. You just accept it. Understand this, that similarly in your course in career, when your professors are teaching you at what level, and um, they see a student who is trying to, to behave too, too intelligent because he has read beyond their level, professor will go higher and speak languages, jibbricks that you don't understand. And then to help you know that you are just beginning, stay in your lane. Amen? Uh-huh. So, now, that scripture that I was explaining to you about Abraham, what is the evidence, practical evidence that Abraham believed God? Because God said that you would be a nation. Tell me the test God gave Abraham that, that warranted Galatians. Someone can tell me. God tested him. Yes? He said... Sacrifice your son. You see what God did to Abraham? He said, you will be a nation. Abraham believed it. And God gave him one seed. He didn't give him two children. One. How can you tell me? Somebody will be a nation. A one child will be given to that person. In human reasoning, that person will have many wives and many children. Regardless of the fact that Abraham had other children. But God said, no. This one is the one that will fulfill my, my promise. So, but then, Abraham, God now said to Abraham, 
That child who will be a nation, go and kill him. I will show you some things. There are some ministers who, God, uh, who, who, who speak on behalf of God. They are, but the devil is speaking through them to, to derail God's children. I will give you that understanding. The Bible says, consider Abraham. He believed God. And it was credited to him as righteous. So, and God wanted to test him. The first thing is that God gave him. Yes? Then God said, give me. A Christian who holds himself or his resources from God is doomed forever. God said, bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse. Some, I I wouldn't define them than to say ignoramus. Went about teaching people that, oh, tithing is an Old Testament. Then you are cut off from Abrahamic blessing. Because when Abraham saw, you know, Melchizedek, he was not told, but he gave his tithe to him. He wasn't born in time of law. So, why? Because he understood. In those days, God appeared to Abraham and spoke with him mouth to mouth. He gave out of his spoil to him. And after that, watch out what happened to Abraham. Abraham exceeded seriously in wealth. He was wealthy. He goes to a nation empty-handed. He leaves that nation with loads of blessing. He went to a nation, and in a short time, he was more wealthy than the nation. The same thing with his offspring, because they followed the pattern of their father. If you say that you have faith in God... And you cannot give your time, you grumble. You cannot give your wealth, you grumble. You cannot give yourself, you grumble. You have many reasons why you should grumble before God. Who for God's sake, all the hours he gave you in a week, you spend for yourself. And the little time, some people look at wristwatch in church. Can you understand what I'm talking about? Who dare look at wristwatch before a judge? If the judge decides to have several hearings about your case, who tells him that it's too many? Who tells the judge that the hearing you have had today is enough? Settle my case by this hearing. If the judge adjourns your case, who has that, that power to tell the judge that you can't adjourn my case, you must answer me now? Then how can a man that God created you, he gave you life, he gave you job, he gave you knowledge, he gave you wisdom to make wealth, he blessed the wisdom and you made the wealth and you are grumbling to give him. Uh, You are grumbling when they come before him in church. Or some people leave the church and go and be talking to some other people. What is happening to you? Some demons are looking for him. Because God is not a respecter of any man. For God to work for you, your faith must have deed before him. Not the deed as you think it, but as it is written. As it is written. Abraham believed God. And God gave him. Because he believed. And then God demanded everything. And he did not think twice. Now that he did tell his wife, he took that child and was going to, to slaughter the child. And God was looking at him until he got to the slaughter. 
when he got to the slaughter. God was looking at him. The boy was asking, Dad, we have the fire, we have the wood. Where is the lamb? He said, God will provide. Jehovah Jireh. You know, if you're a Christian child, you are never in a place to argue with your father. Because apart from the fact that you came out of him, he has been in this world before you. You may have all the knowledge of genius and, and invent all things in the world. But the wisdom he has, you can buy it. He said, God will provide. That's it. Isaac never asked why. He followed. And when he got there, are you not amazed that he took his son and put him on the, on the bench to kill him. And he tied his hand. And the boy didn't say, leave my hand alone. Why, why, what, 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 what? Is that not what? <laughs> Hello? If it's some English boy, that's what they say. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Combine your hand and bind your legs. He's the one who gave back to you. That's what he said. Isn't it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Okay? <laughs> he tied the hand of the boy. That is how everyone should do to his father. He tied the legs of the boy. And he took the knife. He was going to slaughter the boy. That is faith. If I don't speak any further, you understand. Faith is not confession. Faith is displayed by action. I love God. I love God. You don't come to the house of God. You give excuses about your husband. You give excuses about your wife. You give excuses about your children. Every blessing God has given you has become your excuse. God deliver you if they are that one. And when people don't have these things, they die in church. They weep in church. You know their faithfulness then. Listen to me. Faith, therefore, is not just, I believe. Paul says, show me your faith and I will show you my work. I will show you my deeds. I have 10 minutes more. And I'll be over with you. I recognize that today we have to worship for a longer time. Therefore, Abraham believed God, it was credited to him as what? Righteousness. Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham. To be a child of Abraham, you have to believe the way Abraham believed. And how could you know the way Abraham believed? By reading Abraham and seeing his relationship with God and seeing how he walked with God and see what he did with God and then do the same. Though the promise is for believers, but not all believers are under this covenant. It is your state of mind that brings you to the legitimacy of the covenant. He says, The scripture foresaw that God will justify the Gentiles by this kind of faith. And announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. 
So, those who have faith are blessed along with Father Abraham. If you look at Romans chapter 4 verse 3, it says, What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. I love the word credited. Because you cannot be credited if you haven't got a provision somewhere. Let me show you just a few stories about the life of Christ. That is the ministry of Christ and faith. This I will just summarize and we can go into each of the stories in detail. Number one, when I was studying the ministry of Jesus Christ and faith, I'm looking at people who came to Jesus and how God through faith, you know, healed them. How Jesus could not heal people in in Nazareth, those of you who went this, this year also to Israel, you remember we went to Nazareth, where Jesus was born. It says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, this is, Jesus healed many by faith. It says, Jesus went through Galilee, teaching in their synagogue, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sicknesses among the people. When I say Galilee now, those of you who just came back with me, you remember Galilee. All right? Because we were there, which is a very big province around the lake. Many cities or villages around the lake. It says, news about him spread over to Syria. And you remember when we went to the, to the mountain that we were climbing, we almost fell down. <laughs> then we went to Golan Heights. All right. And went to the border of Syria. And you can imagine how far that is to Kapanahum which is the village of Jesus Christ. News about him spread all over to Syria without advertisement, without social media. No social media. And people threw up, brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demons possessed, demon possessed, those having seizure, epileptic feet and the paralyzed and he healed them large crowd from Galilee the Decapolis Jerusalem Judea and the region across the Jordan followed him you know the, this scripture tells you the reach of influence of Jesus Christ from the end of the north to the end of the south, his news spread because he's a man of faith. Now, among these operations of faith with Christ is the record of Matthew 9, which says, verse 1, Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over to the, and came to his own town. Some men brought him a paralytic line on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. What I need in the story of this man is this. You know, those of you who, you know, all of you have been to Jerusalem, uh, to, to Israel with me. You remember that we visited Capernaum. And you were told, it's written there, Kapana, Kapa, Kapa, you're welcome to Capernaum, the village of Jesus. 
the time of Jesus. That was where Jesus spent most of his days, together with Peter and the family and rest of them, because since he went to his own town, Nazareth, and they rejected him, he turned his back to Nazareth, and he left Nazareth, and he came to Capernaum. And that in the Capernaum, he was all, all miracles that he did, moving from one town to the other, is from Capernaum, because Capernaum was a place of faith. And in this Capernaum, some people wanted to see Jesus, because they brought this man, and they opened the roof of the house where Jesus was, because the whole place is jammed, the whole town is filled of people waiting to see Jesus. And Jesus said, the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith. So, listen to me. Your faith is visible. You don't, nobody has faith that is not visible. When you see faith, when faith manifests, that's the right word, you will see faith. You will see. Some of you have testimonies of that. You have seen faith in some people. You have seen them dare what natural man cannot dare. When faith is in a person, if you turn the faith into operation, you will do things that natural person cannot do. You will do things. No, people may not see you through the, getting through those things, but you will see yourself at the end of the road. How you will get there, you don't know. You don't care to know, but you, you have the assurance and the confidence and conviction, and you will see it. That is faith in operation. And so, Jesus saw their faith. Because these people did what natural man have not done. Listen, another story in, in, in the Bible is the story of the centurion. Matthew 8, 4, 5-14. It says, when Jesus had entered, had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, asking for help. Now listen to this centurion. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home, paralyzed, and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I will go with you and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve that you come under my roof. I'm a Gentile. Israel, Jews must not mix with Gentiles. However, I know this. But just say the word. I don't need you to come at all. Just speak. God spoke on the pulpit. Somebody believed it. And manifestation happened. Manifestation, the word, remember, word of God, or prophetic word of God, will only manifest on those who connect to it by faith. When God is prophesying sometime on the pulpit, some people are still wondering that, oh, what are they saying? What are they? Whereas others are already into it, receiving it, and, and screaming, Amen, Amen, by faith. Then you wonder, you who come, and when, they are, when God is speaking, you cannot even differentiate between the minister and God. You wonder why things don't happen to me. It's because you didn't follow with your heart. Listen to me. Centurion, people were with Jesus. Centurion said, just speak a word. I don't need you to come. And my servant will be healed. Someone that looks like Tar also, like him rather, the centurion also, is the book of Mark. If you look at the book of Mark chapter 5 from verse 20, 21, there's another man who is a religious man. You know, the centurion is a, is a, is a non-believer, okay? But this is a believer. 
It says when Jesus had again crossed over the boat to the other, other side of the lake, a large crowd around him, uh, while he was, a, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. You know, when we say cross over the lake, those of you who have been to Israel now, you'll be refreshing in your mind, isn't it? That lake is not just uh, from here to that place. The lake is, uh, it's not five, 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 is it five miles wide, they said. You can understand, you know, we cross over the lake, but, you know, we, we got to the middle of the lake, we stopped, and then we came back. <laughs> and that's what happened to us. We, we, we landed in some other place. But Jesus crossed over. Look, what happened? Then a, a, the, one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came there, seeing Jesus. He fell at his feet, not and pleaded earnestly with him. That is faith. Okay? My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hand on her. Do you see the difference? The other one says, speak a word and my child will be healed. This one said, come and put your hands on my daughter so that she will live. Both of them have faith. Isn't it? Come on now. Is that correct? One faith says, speak. And it will happen in my house. The other one said, please come. You have to lay hands. Unless apostle lay hands on me. I know it. It may take you three years before apostle lay hands on you. (laughs) Isn't it? So your own will remain with you until that time. You, you saw the lady during the testimony on Friday. She said she, said she called me and said, Apostle, you know, my house in Bo, in Sierra Leone, I, I rented it to somebody. He subletted it to a, a person who is a witch doctor. And he now turned my house to shrine. People are coming to consult Lucifer in my house. And they'll be coming and they'll be, the man will be doing fetish stuff in the house of a righteous. You know what I told her? So she, she wanted me to pray. You know what I told her? I said, by 12 o'clock, you just get up and, and rebuke that devil. Give her a few scriptures. Come on, fire into that house. She will not stay. That man, he will not stay. I'm very sure that she believed, but she may wonder at my statement. And that night, she said she got up at 12, as I said. And began to command fire to his house, her, her house. Commanded fire to her house and began to attack that spirit. The man packed out the next day. Are you with me? That is faith. It's not apostle, but faith. If I will speak and God will do it, why can't you? It is the same faith that you expect me to exercise that you should exercise. You know what? I'm not saying that there are no issues that I may pray with you. There are some issues I may pray with you. But when it comes to exercising your authority, I don't need to do that for you. For a younger faith, a younger one in the church, I will do. I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about a new convert. I will do that until that convert should stand. And then let him do it. What about if I phone you and say that, look, I want to pray for me now over this issue. You will say in your heart to pray for apostle. Ah. Hey. <laughs> How can I pray for apostle? <laughs> you don't have the faith. You didn't read the scripture when Peter, uh, Paul said, pray for us, pray for us, pray for us, pray for us. And you didn't hear when I tell you that if you don't pray for me in a day, you are a debtor. Have you heard me say that before? 
So therefore, I pray for you, pray for me. What is God saying? Do you know? You are more than what you think you are. Faith in you can move mountains. Faith in you can solve mysteries. There is no such a thing as a devil before the man of faith. You see, for Jairus what happened is that because he wanted Jesus to come to his house, as he was going, a woman on the, on the way saw them, and she felt that if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. And she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, and power came out of Jesus, who probably was holding Jairus at the time. Jairus was walking side by side with Jesus. No power went into him. Because her faith is that Jesus must reach home before power can be discharged. And Jesus cannot operate on him until the home that he has the faith. So, but what happened to a man who has such faith? The, the daughter died. And then they came to him and said, don't worry the master anymore. You know, if you have such a faith, what happened is that things will go worse. To the place where people will be telling you that you don't need, this one cannot be redeemed now, it's got to the worst. But let me tell you, I want, to, I want to leave this place today in your heart that you will have the faith of the centurion. If the Bible says it, that sets us it. Let's get up on our faith. We're going to pray that God will strengthen our hearts and anoint you with the spirit of faith. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus... Tell the Lord, help me to have faith in you. Help me to exercise my faith in you. Help me to believe in you and trust in you. Like Abraham trusted. There is no problem a Christian cannot solve. The Bible said, Jesus said to the man, Centurion, I told you on Friday, showed you on Friday. He said to the Centurion in chapter 9 of Mark, he says, all things are possible for those who believe. Tell the Lord, stir up your faith in me. Anoint me with grace to believe. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Tell the Lord, there is nothing impossible with God and nothing impossible for those who believe in God. The woman of the issue of blood drew power because of faith. While Jairus was still standing with Jesus and nothing happened. Your case will not be like that. The centurion said to Jesus, speak a word and it will be done. While some Jews were still waiting on Jesus, doubting what Jesus can do. Tell the Lord, anoint me with a heart of faith. Anoint my mind with faith, spirit with faith, loaded with faith. That I will trust you. Abraham was given the only son. And God said, give me that son. And he gave the son. Because he believed, Hebrews said, that God can bring the dead to life. Oh, sovereign Lord. I don't know what you are believing God for in your life. Now begin to command into those situations. By faith in the name of Jesus. Tell your mountain to be removed. By faith in the name of Jesus. Tell your situation to change. By faith in the name of Jesus. Tell your problem to give way. By faith in the name of Jesus. Call the word of God to manifestation in your life. Call the word of God to manifestation in your life. 
Because the promise is for you and your children and for those God has called from the ends of the earth. Begin to make declaration over your life. Begin to make declaration over your life. You are going to a new month. Begin to make declaration that in this new month, this is what will happen to me. 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 As it is written. The Bible says you will go out with joy and will be, you will stretch forth in peace. The hills and the mountains will break forth before you. Begin to decree. The Bible says decree a thing and it shall come to pass. Satan have no hold over you. He has no power. Begin to decree. Decree in the name of Jesus over your children. Call goodness. Call mercy. Command them to gather around you. Deuteronomy God said, All this blessing will pursue you and overtake you. You'll be blessed when you are going out. You'll be blessed when you are coming in. Your needing trust shall be blessed. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Authority in your lips shall be sharp. Sharper than fire. When you open your mouth and decree, it shall be. Begin to decree it, Lord. Anoint my lips with power. Anoint my lips with authority. Sickness have no power. Every spirit assigned against your family. Begin to decree against them. Bind and banish them. All the works of devil against you. Command them to be destroyed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You should have peace in your home. You should have peace in your marriage. It is a mandate. If you are married, it is compulsory for you to live at peace. Everyone around you, whether your husband or wife, must be at peace with you. The Bible says, if a man's will pleases God, he, he, he will make his enemies to be at peace. Command the peace of God into your house. Command the peace of God into your life. He says that you will prosper. Begin to command the prosperity of God. He is the blessings of Abraham. I will bless you. I will make you a blessing. Begin to declare that, Lord, I command your blessing upon my life so that I will be a blessing. God wants you to be so wealthy that you can be a blessing to other lives. You can give provision to other lives. It does not matter what you see yourself in. It does not matter what business you have in your hand. If God takes your five loaves of bread and two fishes, you will feed nations by it. He says to you, when you are working, you will be head and not be tail. You will be head and not be tail. Begin to declare. Begin to declare. Favor that will take you to the head. Favor in whatever you are doing. Whether you are a student or you are working somewhere. It is not a good thing to be on the same salary for three years. Begin to declare. Increase, 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 increase in the name of Jesus. Favor to come upon you. Doors to open for you. Before high places. If what you have is not enough to employ other people, then you haven't had anything. You must be in a place where you can create employment for other people. You must be in a place where you can have the comfort that you desire. Because God has promised. God's divine power has given you everything you need for life and for godliness. Through your knowledge of Him. Now tell God to help you to live in righteousness. To earnestly seek God. 
To honestly please God. To want to please Him in all your ways. Tell the Lord to help you. You want to please God in everything. Tell God, help my heart to please you. Help my heart to please you. Help me not to dictate to you. My time, I give to you. My money, I give to you. My wealth, I give to you. My life, I give to you. So that you can take me to the place of abundance. Lord, we bless your holy name. We give you the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Father, we are going to the month of August. I present all these people before your throne. May grace be multiplied over you. As we go into the month of August, may the flame of fire of God rest upon your lips. In your heart, you want to serve God. May the Lord make your heart possible. That which you desire in your heart, receive strength to fulfill. If you have been overwhelmed by the cares of this world, by the problems of this world, by the intellect of this world, I command, be free in Jesus' name. Every intellect you have, submit to the counsel of God. Everything you have will worship God. May the Lord assign a messenger at the door of your ears. To protect you from those who teach lies. May the Lord grant you discernment of hearts. To be able to discern the voice of God. Even when it's spoken by those you do not think they are somebody. May the Lord engrace you with sensitivity in the Holy Spirit. That you'll be sensitive to God and all around you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord increase upon you and grant you divine encounters of heaven. May your Christianity never be fiery, but with demonstration of the kingdom power. As you go into the new month, you will prosper. As you go into the new month, the word of God will prosper in you. As you go into the new month, you will have a testimony that will spread the news of God in you. The Lord will move among you and move in your house to the place where people who knew you before will say your God is God. May his favor from heaven, mercy that rested upon Bartimaeus, which caused grace that was upon Jesus to work for Bartimaeus, may it rest upon you. Your cry for mercy is heard from heaven. I say your cry for mercy is heard on high. Lord, we thank you for this ocean of blessing that we are entering into in the month of August. Ah, people shall row in it, their boats shall be filled. Some will bask in it, and their clothes shall be wet. Unusual manifestation of God will happen in the midst of him. The king of heaven will walk in the midst of Christ with tabernacle. The father of light and glory shall reveal himself among us. The one who is forever faithful shall be made known among us. By the end of this coming month, your mouth shall be filled with laughter. And your tongue with songs of joy. You are looking for confirmation, you will see it next month. 
it has happened in July, you will embrace it by next month. It has happened. In this July, it has happened. I say, your heaven will rain down dew. Your ground shall be softened. The, the planting of God upon your land shall begin to sprout up. I see the desert places becoming green. I see oases coming forth, showing forth in the midst of wilderness. I see highway prepared, passing through the mountains. I see your valleys exalted. I see springs that never dries, springing up unto you. I see the hand of God upon you, O Christ with Tabernacle, in this month of August. So shall it be and so it is. Everyone under my voice seek healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every form of pain, die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I apply to heaven for organs. Your kidney is transplanted. Your heart is transplanted. Receive a perfect kidney, a perfect heart against the troubled one. Receive a perfect liver. Receive a the heart that has ten vanish. And give way to that which God has created. Every doubt the Lord rebuke you. The zeal of God will overshadow you. Yours will be stories that will be read on tablet papers. As Satan has shown his work through people over the television, you will be the work of God shown in television. So shall it be unto you. And so it is. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Let me help you understand something. All what I've just said came directly from the Father. If anybody thinks different, repeat all what I've said. Word for word. Can you? Is there any man here who can do that? Excuse me. I said, when we're praying now, everything that I said, is there any man standing here or hearing me across the globe who can fold his hands to the back and then produce them? Is there anybody? I can't hear you. Because if you keep quiet, it means you can. Even I, that God used as a vessel, do you know, I cannot repeat them. Do you know when I was making declaration, I was hearing and I was saying, and at a time I said, oh God, you are speaking really. Because the words that I use are not human words. They are not man-made words. They are not words you can make. That is God speaking to his people. It shall be so for you. Do you know what we're going to do? I will take your offering and then because we have thanksgiving today, I want to, I want to welcome every one of you. And we're going to prepare for our offering and our tithes. Take your seats for a few minutes. Bow your heads and pray over your giving. During this week, we had tremendous testimonies 
from people mind-blowing testimonies healing manifestation people pass exam in distinction <laughs> hallelujah ah. whether phd whether professional exam whether master's degree you know and common thing they are saying that i don't know how i mean god just did it you just bless the lord the bible says bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse test me in this if i will not open the floodgates of heaven and bless you and when they questioned jesus about tithe he said give what is caesar to caesar and what is god to god and we are sons of light we follow the word to letter we give our life we give our body we give our time we give our substance so we can harvest in all those areas thank you father for grace lord we bring our offerings and our tithes before you we say thank you for this month and greater thank you for the days to come in jesus holy name Amen. Let's stand up on our feet together. The crowd will give us a dancing song and we can bring our offerings to the Lord. God bless you.
happy. I look at Christ's faith tabernacle and I say, God, no one in this church can be overcome by the devil. Hallelujah. Because you understand the secret of the kingdom of God. And so, Lord, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Say amen together. As you are standing, I'm going to call some names to come forward now. The first people I will call, let me say, all those who had baptism on Saturday when before we travel to Israel, just come out if you had your baptism at that time. Just start coming out. Yes. Yes. Please come out to the right hand side of the auditorium. Oh, pastor, they can line here. Yes, stand in line in this front here. You know, in the book of Matthew 18, I read to you, verse 19. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Can I just say that uh, the, those of you in multimedia, you must set up a group in you that are just static camera, video guys. Make sure you get that. Anybody who shoots camera, you want to join that ministry. Today, I announce the photographic section of Christ with Tabernacle. When we close, just go to these people who are in the video section and we will get you enlisted. In every meeting, you must function, roster yourselves and also, you know, shoot. You know, when I preach, every time you must take my photograph, action photograph you know why when the lord takes me away you will be looking at it you will this is the man that's what that's apostle for you that's what the photograph is for and you will tell the story of each meeting because in a meeting a cripple can be healed and you don't catch it you say ah if i had known so i need that section today to be born and i need names of people who will be dedicated to that section and a roster to be done so that when the video people are roasted you know who is roasted for each sunday who will be taking photographs of the service now i have these names of those who were baptized i will call your certificate Oh, those upstairs cannot see me. Let me go up back. I will go up. Don't worry, I will call you up. Pastor, come over here, please. Yes. Hmm? Yes, church, you could be seated, please. Thank you, your obedient servant. Emanuela Colaby. 
I present you this certificate in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Brother Jean Emmanuel Daha. This is Sister Tenika Williams. to go, if you don't mind, if you, once you pick up the certificate, if you go down that way, because someone's got an envelope for you. Oh, Dickiness, you might come nearer so that they can remain standing. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to get a few brothers and sisters wrong. I tried this when they were doing the baptism, but I, I think I'm correct in saying this, brother, I did Adenoji. Michael Ola Richards. <laughs> Sister Jocelyn Angusa. Sister Martha Uyi. Is it Brother Blessed? Yes, Brother Blessed Bassey.
Sister Joanne Uyi. Sister Grace, God's mercy to Jenny. Sister God's time, Sister God's time to journey. And Brother God's will to journey. Anna Ojisami. Actually, I think she will remind me to pronounce it properly and say Odusami. Because I have to be careful with legal people now. Sister or bro- brother Luatoni, I think it's brother. Um, or is this sister Luatoni? Okay. Oli Dikwe. Is Sister Rebecca here? Sister Rebecca David? Sister Ogeneyama Ogor. Deacon Tokumbo Balogun. Anuri Ibe. Sister Ibe, she's not here. And brother Kelvin Potiphy. Can I ask that those who were presented their certificates before Mommy came up, if you would like to take, retake your photograph with Mommy on the stage, please come out very quickly. We'll do that. We'll facilitate that. Um, Sister Philomena, or Sheldon.
Sister Nicola Okereke. Gabriel Temilola. This is Brother Adeshalau Dubade. Sister Abiyadwadiremi. Oh, sister, sister Jolade Odunlami. <laughs> Brother Michael Odunlami. Boade, Brother Boade, yeah, sorry. I couldn't read my own writing. <laughs> I simply could not read my own writing. That's trouble, isn't it? Now, is it Sister or Brother Esemina or Brother Esemina? Oh, God. Brother Onyese Ogor. <laughs> and finally, Sister Onyidamola Adiyaji. <laughs> Next people I want to call are the JPs, Jerusalem pilgrims. Every one of you who went to Jerusalem on this trip, please come forward. I have two certificates for them. On this trip, one of the distinctions between this trip and other trips we have been going is that on this trip, 
We baptized these people at the very spot Jesus was baptized. Other trips, we have used the upper river Jordan for your baptism, but Jesus was baptized in the lower Jordan, where is the crossing. And the significant thing about that spot is this. When Joshua was crossing into into the Canaan land, that is the very place that he crossed. When Elijah was being taken to heaven, that is the very place where he crossed with Elisha and he parted the Jordan. When Elisha came back into Israel, that is the very spot that is the very spot that Elisha passed through. Then when Jesus was baptized, he went right into that crossing. There is something significant about that very crossing. Though the water looks a bit muddy, but that is what the water becomes. In those days, the river was wide. That's the scriptures. But now it has gone so narrow because of all the ecological situations. So, I'm giving two certificates to these people. One of the certificates is the Jerusalem Pilgrimage Certificate, which is signed by the Minister for Tourism. And the second is the Baptism Certificate in River Jordan. Thank you, sir. Do you have the video in the section there? You don't? Eh? Yes, but the one that is in the, when we're baptizing, do you have those videos? All right. Praise the Lord. First of all, I'd like to invite Dickness Bossede Adejoan. Sister Luaya Missiademo. Sister Esther Onikosi. Just for those who did not quite hear that, said Mommy said, Mama 82 climbed all the mountains. I wanted Mommy to tell you her experience just briefly. Two minutes, she would just tell you things that excited. 
Eh? I will exp- I will interpret for her. Because you know she's 82 and she climbed everything. Get me your mic. Mic from somebody. She climbed I will still show you not today. But uh, some other time, mommy, tell us. Esso, need your Baba interpret. Hallelujah. 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 You got the other Israeli. Moripe ile alolo bukuleye. When we got to Israel, I found out that is is a country blessed by God. Enu ya mi bukuti oti shele lati go. He said, I was, I, I, I was dumbfounded about the fact that we were able to walk in the places of old that the Bible took place, and especially we went into. Cana in Galilee, the very place where Jesus turned water into wine. Where Jesus was born, we were there. Yes. He said we got to the place where Jesus drove out those who were buying and selling in the church. And Jesus said, My house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. Apostles to try for her. I want to. I Reverend Omar no. What we you? He said Apostle tried, and Reverend Omar also tried. tried should do I pray God to renew their strength. Reverend Oman, Wadagba Wadarubo. Reverend Oman, you will be old and you will be aged. Your children shall be blessed. In Jesus' name. Reverend Oman, Bobo Irunu, Allahu Amoshef. The Lord will fulfill your thoughts. You will live to see the, your, the fruit of your labor. You will never stop worshiping and serving the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Put your hands together for Mama. <laughs> what she has just pr- she prayed for everybody now. That's it. It's compound prayer. It's everything you need is in that prayer. <laughs> Including those who are looking after the Lord for the fruit of the womb. 
Um, in fact, that was a praise the Lord. I have to take, catch my breath again, you know. Sister Victoria Alunga. Dickiness Lovelin Eboni. Brother David Odunso. Sister Tawa Kalitsi Odunso. Dickiness Aminat Oladipo, aka Yadra. <laughs> Her own is JP Square. Cube. Uh, JP Cube. <laughs> and the new choir master, Brother Raymond Amorejo. Elizabeth Aborigine.
I mean, it's impossible to be married to Pastor Elizabeth and not become a chorister. So it's got to rub off. So, Barrymond, I understand. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And finally, Deacon Dr. Samuel Alfred Williams. to people who are not here. Now we're going to do our thanksgiving straight away. We thank God for the privilege of going to Israel. Let me say that on this trip we have been able to cut off agents in our trip so that the next trip should be very, very cheaper than the trips we have ever been. And that is for every one of you. We, we bypass them and we, we believe that we'll be able to sort things out as we'll be going every year. If you can't go one year, you can go the following year. But we'll be able to make the time fixed so that you know the time that you, you know, we go regularly and you can prepare if you want to join. And if we are more than enough, you go the following year. The Lord bless you. Now we're going to do our Thanksgiving. Let's stand up together. Those of you who were born in the month of July, and the children that are going to be dedicated for July, I will call everyone to come forward. And let's celebrate with them. Every, the Bible says, teach me, O Lord, to number my days aright, so that I may you know, set my, part, my heart on the part of wisdom. So we always remember the birth of people, and we celebrate with them also. Uh, dedication of the baby of the baby. So what we're going to do is this aisle, the baby dedication should walk down the aisle while those who have their birthdays, those who are in the front, will have a special age, birthday, 60th anniversary by Sister Uwenenda Morris. You know, this month she turned 60. Freedom Pass. You can collect your freedom pass now. So that you can be going in buses and evangelizing without pain. That is what freedom pass is for. Amen. You know, when people are 50, 60 in the olden days, you know it. But these people, they refuse to look old. <laughs> in these hard days, you can still chase them thinking they are 20 something. So we thank God for the lives of this. So the special birthday will come forward. And then all the people who are uh, uh, um, this, this month, you come out. And the baby dedication, you come to the front here. Choir, please give us danceable song. Oluwa etobi, etobi
Let me ask you too much gain. How many of you were born in July? Lift your hands up. Mine. You can vote everybody out in this church. I must not allow you to vote. <laughs> we thank God you are at the beginning of the second half of the year. Very, very significant, the number seven. As your month is significant, your life shall be significant. Yes. The Bible says, teach me, O Lord, to number my days aright, that I may set my heart on the path of wisdom. May you increase in wisdom of God. May you increase in the knowledge of God. In the power of His insights. The cause for which God has sent you to this world, may the Lord arm you to fulfill them. All the days of your life, may you see the goodness of God. Everything written concerning you before you were born, which is buried in your spirit by the Most High, I speak to heaven to rain down dew for you to fulfill them. We thank God for your life, past life, till now. And in anticipation of your life, till you see the Lord face to face. May the Lord uphold you. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord empower and grace you. And restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. Those who have come out to celebrate with you, I pray that celebration will not cease in their life. And may the grace of God from heaven rest upon you all the days of your life. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. amen and amen. For your daughter that is six years, six is the number of man. No, just on. Sixty is the number of man, and ten is the number of government. Lord, I present her to you. This is ten years after Jubilee. May the covenants you have made to your, with the righteous be fulfilled over your daughter. Amen. I lay my hands upon you and dedicate you for God's service. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When a man crosses over fifty, he begins to look up. Every age before 50, they look back. But it says, consecrate the 50th. He shall be jubilee. And so, Lord, I consecrate your daughter. And then I speak to her future. Everything that God ordained for you for the future, receive strength to achieve them. David completed this job. You will complete your work. Abraham completed his work. You will complete your work. Moses completed his work. You will complete your work. The Lord will sustain your bones and organs. They will not see decay until your days are over. May the Lord strengthen your body with health. May the Lord increase you in the gift of the Spirit. May the Lord make your sight sharper than ever. May the Lord satisfy the desires of your heart. Every longing you have over your children and family, 
God will fulfill even the covenant he has made with the righteous. With your generations to come. In the name of the Lord of hosts. With long life the Lord will satisfy you. And the Lord will show you his salvation. His grace and mercy be upon you all the days of your life. In Jesus holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Lord, I dedicate these children. Where are the children? I dedicate this child in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I dedicate this child in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the child grew in stature and in the knowledge of God. As you grow in stature, you will grow in the knowledge of God. The Bible says, and the word of God prosper in his hand. The word of God will prosper in your hand. I pray for your parents that everything they need in wisdom, in knowledge, and insight to raise you in a godly way so that you can fulfill godly mandates that is set before you. May heaven endow upon them. Your tenor in the family in which you were born shall command the peace of God in the name of the Lord of hosts. May the Lord arm you and strengthen you against the wise of the devil. As you grow older, the powers of this age will never be able to overcome you. You will succeed in God in everything that you do. And yours will be delightful land. You will be among the pillars of God, establishing the courtyard of God. To your older you will flourish. So shall it be unto you. And so it is in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Lord, I present this offering that is brought by your holy people. As the Lord said, no one should come before me empty-handed. And you said, are there not ten lepers that were healed? But only one came to say thank you. Because all these ones have come to say thank you. The substance in their hand of their thanksgiving, may you send your holy fire to consume these holy sacrifices. May you use this gesture of their thanksgiving as a memorial offering. That which you bring to the Lord today will remain in the presence of God all the days of your life. The Lord will look at it and He will remember His covenant with you. And whatever you desire in your heart that you are yet to receive, heaven went down upon you now. Thank you, Lord, because it's done. As we ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen and amen. Choir, sing, please. My lifetime, I will give God my lifetime.
Lord, I was told that some people came before your altar to thank you for their marriage. I speak, O God, on their behalf. Unto you who is able to keep that which you commit to your hand to the last days. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord grant you understanding of one another. Both husband and wife. May the Lord cause his due to fall upon you. May the Lord grant all his promises concerning the house of a righteous with you. All the days of your life. You will grow in stature. You will grow in your love for one another. And your marriages shall be exemplary. If there be anything that is lacking for you as a family, I call those need met. In the name of the Father. From the bottom of my heart I say that your needs are met. When you come back to this altar this time next year, you will have a testimony. So it shall be unto you. In Jesus' holy name. Amen Amen and amen. Now we go on with our thanksgiving. There's a special thanksgiving that we just call the two special thanksgiving together. One is Elder Abigail Titilao and family. And the other one is Dr. Sidney Ahamefula. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Mommy Titilao, her birthday is this month. She, she turns 82 this month. But she decided to celebrate and thank God for the life of her husband, who this month will be 50 years that he departed to heaven. Now, I have known her for over 32 years. I've known her, I think, for about 35 years. When that, that's the mother of Pastor Debbie. When Pastor Debbie found Apostle Williams, and Pastor Debbie was always talking about this brother Williams, they are going to their, his house. And mommy came to the church. We were in the Baptist church at the time. And mommy came to the church. Mommy said that this brother Williams, this brother Williams, you are, good. You are a young girl in London. So, and when she came, she went, she, they went back and said, look, this is the man you should follow. And mommy had been following my calling from that time till God set up Christ with Tabernacle. Now she's an elder ordained in this church. I have a lot to talk about her. Some people, when they are widowed at a young age, you know, if she's doing 50 years of departure of her husband, then she was 32. So that is just the prime age you want to enjoy your marriage. Some people have such situation and they deny God. They walk away from God. But she is an exemplary woman. She stood by, she allowed that challenge to turn her eyes fully to God. She decided she would not marry and that she would look after the children. Now you can see the fruit of her labor. At least if you don't know everybody, you know Pastor Debbie. I for that. That is the work, the fruit of her hand. And also you know the children. And in a, in a short time, she will live and see the children's children. 
Do you understand? But I say, I can do how uh, this, this Thanksgiving could have been conducted as a service on its own where I can really preach. And her life is full of testimonies of God. So, when she's not mourning, she's celebrating God. Because in a short time, you know, if God gives her another 20 years, she will want to go home. That would be 102. Am I correct, the mathematician? So, she will want to go home. So, we thank God for her life. And Pastor Sidney also, I have known him from his crutch. You know, both of them and uh, Pastor Debbie when they were boys and girls. I have known them <laughs> when he had Afro in his head. I knew him. So, and both of them have followed me. Not they didn't know one another. It was in my room that the the rope was tied. Where CFT started, that's where they started too. <laughs> and I've seen God order his life to in academics to this time that he has finished his PhD. And so I want to call the family to come forward while we sing for them and dance to the Lord. Why are you putting my head in the, in the, in the projector? Glory be to the Lord in the highest.
Mommy, do you want to say something to us? <laughs> Mommy just wants to thank God. Your thanksgiving is ascended to high thanks. Yes. That I cannot even count. Yes. Uh, what can I say? Yeah. It's been there for me from the beginning. That's right. And it has never left me. Amen. Although all my other children are not here mm. for one reason or the other. But I thank God because mm. I've determined to save this 50th work yes. to thank Him. Because mm. there is nothing I can say beside that. Because he's been good to me. Amen. And I appreciate what he has done in my life. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Apostle. <laughs> thank you, Bobby. Because you've been there. <laughs> because my daughter was just 19. <laughs> when I sent her here, I didn't mm. even know you. Yes. By then. But immediately, she came. God directed her Amen. to you. Amen. Amen. And you be like a father Amen. To, to her. Amen. And I'm so happy. <laughs> now with all my grandsons and yes. God has blessed me. Amen. So Amen. I Amen. appreciate that. And that's why I want to thank God. Amen. Well, you know, before I saw mommy, I saw her through Pastor Debbie's character. Her character revealed the mother. I was very eager to know the woman who gave birth to her and trained her because she's outstanding. I'm not saying this because of uh, her presence, but those of you who have known me over the years, for me, I say it as it is when it comes before God. And her loyalty is next to none, too. Not just her alone, but her husband as well. You know, I take them as my blood family exactly like my blood family and you know not everybody one can say that about you know but as much as god loves everybody god have choices people too uh, pastor sydney do you want to tell us something about your journey this year and when you finish you play for me praise the lord Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor Tai said we should be writing whatever we want to say down. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, I wrote it down, but he didn't allow me to take my phone. <laughs> and as a man of few words, as mommy said, I just want to thank God. Anyway, as, uh, thank God because what happened is um, I met Apostle with all level. You know, my point says GCSE. But what we know then is all level. And it's not, it's just not a short one. When time will come, when we give the full story. Now, when, when I finished master's degree and it became a situation whereby we need, this has to be done. You see, but let me just say, the certificate may bear my name, but it's the support system you have in this house that make it happen. Yeah. You know, I thank God for Dr. Kiyemi. 
She, after reviewing my master's degree, she said, Sydney, you need to start looking at PhD. Dr. Madoka as well, when he went for his graduation, he had two cards. He gave his wife one and gave me one. He said he did that so that I would have holy jealousy to do PhD. I have another friend, Dr. Kule, he's in Canada. Another friend, Dr. Pius in Nigeria. I said, you guys should leave me alone. Even though I've been wanting to do PhD. Then he got a situation when I dream, I'm in the classroom. You know, some people, when you have dream, they will say, if you're in the classroom, say, oh, don't buy that dream. God is setting you back. Forget that. I'm in the classroom. So when I spoke with the apostle and enrolled in the course, that dream stopped. Immediately I started the course, that dream stopped. And that was the journey. It got to the stage, I said, Who sent you? <laughs> My dear. Apostle will call me and say, How is it going? I say, Going well, sir. How can you say Apostle is not going well? <laughs> but it was tough. Uh, some days, I thank God for the three wise boys. <laughs> They were so helpful. It got to the stage. One particular day, I will do the research work. By the way, I, what I researched was from prevention ethics within business environment with particular reference to Nigeria. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and Emmanuel had to help me do the references. One day, he was so tired, he was going to work the following day, and I needed to submit the coursework that night. My wife said, who is doing this PhD, you or Emmanuel? <laughs> I said, just leave us alone. <laughs> and it's been, but I can't finish this without saying, my wife is exceptional. Yeah. She, has, she has been the pillar source of encouragement my academic life wouldn't have gone any closer without her she has been there i see i'm not just saying god to keep her alive god will keep her alive and well and healthy to enjoy what she has sown she's some you know when you marry i want to marry that's what it is marry i want to marry you know, my wife keeps saying that um, she was originally Yoruba. And I say, no, she was artificially Yoruba, now Igbo, originally Igbo. <laughs> so I thank God, I thank God for her because it, it is a situation, this PhD came a situation where uh, one of the days my laptop broke. And this is online every week. I, have, I, didn't, I thought it was just do research and relax. Every week I need to submit a coursework. And it mustn't be late. I had to do it full time. It wasn't part time. So that wasn't working. I had to do it full time. The laptop broke. Well, I was having a chat with the Apostle. And we were just talking about the church things we needed to do. I just look, I jokingly dropped it in. <laughs> Even my laptop broke and I needed to go to work. Two days later, Apostle called me. Send me your address. I need to send you something to attend to. I said, Apostle knows my address from day one. Which one is those who the address? So... The following day, delivery man came with a brand new laptop. You know, 
tears came out of my eyes. You know, when somebody not just wants your spiritual growth, your financial growth, your moral growth, your happiness is embedded into it. You see, Apostle Amomi Omar has been a, that is a pillar of support in everything. There are the challenges you go, you say, Mommy, this is what is happening. That why she would not say, go to Apostle, he's upstairs. <laughs> because emotionally, she, it was difficult to say to hold that time. But not that she didn't want to listen to you. She has listened to you, but going further is a different ballgame. But I thank God for their lives. And you see, everything is possible when you have the right people surrounding you. But when you just pray that God will lead you to destiny builders, not dream killers. Not say, why are you doing this? I have not done it. But go ahead, do it. But I thank God today. It's not stopped yet. Because after my father sent me here to study, not to work. So, I, it's not stopped yet. But I really thank God. I thank the administrators. They say, how is it going? I say, it's there. We are just doing it. And I thank the whole church. I wrote all that in my, in my, in my thesis. With glory to God. I thank God for my brothers and sisters in CFT. It's been absolutely wonderful. My sisters... Oh, goodness, I can't say anything. Pastor, uh, the operator, the it is absolutely wonderful. But I will, not, I will not start calling names now because there was a time that we will do what is necessary. Because the very first time I saw sitting down and celebrating PHD was when Dr. Kiyebi did her PHD. We were there thanking God. And for a lady to do the PhD, her husband said, it was, I said, if a lady can do this, yeah. we do respect to ladies, yeah. if a lady can do this, I can do it as well. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We also do PhD in previous studies. Amen. We thank God for Pastor's testimony. I told you that this would have been a service on its own, but I know that time is is uh, in not in, in our, on our side. But I want to say this to you. This is a church where dreams are fulfilled. And you all are, testi- you are testimonies of it. And also I will say to you that what you have seen me do, do to one another. You must live for your brother to be successful with the last drop of your blood. I was talking about when we started, I, you know, all of them started with me just a few days ago. When I'm hungry, if, I'm, if I come home, and I want to eat. I don't have food. I just phone anybody. And if you have, I go there and eat. If they, they, any one of them come home, he, needs, he doesn't have gari. He just come at the gari. Apostle, you know, then uh, I was pastor. Do you have uh, uh, gari? Yeah, yeah, come, 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 come. If it's my last gari, I will give. And that's how we do to one another. I was telling them on Friday that I want to get every member of this house in that kind of fellowship to God. Every member. There was trust among us. And we trust one another. There is no suspicion. This is a church built on Christ. Where they shared all things. In some churches, they will teach you like you suspect your brother he can poison you. It does not exist here. It does not exist here. And your, your, your success is the celebration of everybody. So I introduce to you 
pastor or reverend doctor but not honorary phd dr ahamefula play that thing for me let's look at that can you see dr ahamefula They will, they, will, they will play that now. <laughs> That's it just coming behind. That is fantastic. No, play the second one for me now, please. That is Pastor David's voice. Lord, we thank you. With our hearts, we worship you. For your daughter, for 50 years of the departure of her husband, if it had not been you who have been for her, you are really the husband of the widow. Some things like that will happen at the early age, and they will just go wild into the world. We read in the Bible of Hannah, who after losing her husband at a young age, she remained for the Lord. Now we see that in our time. This is the Anna that we can see. Who remained faithfully serving you? Who did not allow the pressures of this world to dissuade her? Till this age of 82. Lord, you have seen her thus far. You will see her to the end. May the Lord strengthen you. All the pains in your body, due old age, I command them to vanish. I speak to your cartilage and your joints. From this day to the day that you will see your Lord, it shall be well with you. Bones shall be strong. 
cartilage for cartilage. Organs renewed. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord grant all your desires over your household. The Lord who has sustained you to this day will sustain you to the end. There are things you desire in your heart, but your aging body is saying no. I speak to your body to conform with your mind. Anything you imagine in your heart, your body will do. May the Lord continue to bless you and your descendants according to the Holy Word. May the Lord refresh you, use you greater in this your old age than he had ever used you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, I thank you for your son. I speak the blessings of God upon you. Your, your, your rising will not know limits. Heaven over you is opened. Your name shall be great on the earth. In the field of your research, you will become sought after. Any office you occupy, God will put fear in the heart of subordinates. The Lord will glorify you and honor you. As you have stood with me for all these years, it is your time to flourish. And heaven will stand by you. I decree a highway be made for you to sit with those who take decisions for nations. Your research and your conclusions of your research shall be found by men who matter. You will be among the solution for continent of Africa. And grace, strength, glamour and honor be given unto you. As you grow older, you grow stronger. May the Lord protect you and be a shield over you by day and by night. This PhD you have done, by it you will prosper. And your prosperity will have no limit. I pray for the family, the children, that they will follow your examples. Both you and your wife are exemplary in service of God, in commitment to God. May God grant them the same unction. That they will serve God to the place of honor. Your descendant after you shall not be missing in the house of God. The God that you serve in Christ with Tabernacle shall be their God forever. They will not misuse. They will not marry women that will wreck them. Their heart and mind shall be protected. Their path shall be protected. I carried each one of them in my hand. I named each one of them. I prophesied over each one of them. And every prophecy about them will come to pass. You will see your children's children in a very short time. And light will dawn for you. I pray for everyone who are your well-wishers. For what they have sown into you, they will reap. Abundant harvest shall come upon them. And people who look at you and say, God, you will do mine too, they will receive blessings from the Lord. So shall it be. Anybody who looks at you with contempt shall be destroyed. They shall not stand before your path as to hinder. Those who sit in darkness to plot against the children of light shall fail over you. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen and amen.
sing for them. Since I was born, and now I am very old, I have never seen the Lord change. Since I was born, Pastor Sidney did not do the Komole. I did it on his behalf. There's a, and, uh, and he knows he'll get the bill from me shortly. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated, please, for a few minutes. We're rounding up. Thank you very much for your patience. It's Thanksgiving Sunday, isn't it? The camp of rejoicing would not cease in your camp. Because you have chosen to be patient and to celebrate with those who rejoice. The camp, the sound of rejoicing will not cease in your camps. Amen. There will always be a reason for us to give God praise. I'd like to welcome anyone who's joined us for the first time today. If this is your very first time in Christ the Tabernacle, the Cathedral, would like to warmly welcome you. Anyone join us for the very first time today, please? Can you identify by raising your hand wherever you are? Thank you very much. Please stand. Please stand. Please stand. Indeed, welcome to Christ Christ's tabernacle, where the Lord himself is building overcomers for tomorrow. The fact that you have been so patient with us today means that you'll have a double portion of God's blessings today in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for joining us today. The ushers would have given you a welcome pack. Please, within it, there is a form. Complete it and let us have it before you leave. We thank God for your presence. We thank you for joining us today. God bless you all. Please be seated. God bless you. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I'd like to remind us that tonight, 7 p.m., we'll be having a reflection in the books of First and Second Timothy. Reflection, 7 p.m. Home group today will be book of um, First and Second Timothy. I'll also 
like to remind us that at 9 p.m. we'll be having a prayer session on Zoom. And indeed, it will be broadcast as well on YouTube. And we'll be breaking bread as a family. And tomorrow is the 1st of August. Wow! There's so many things happening in the month of August. But tomorrow, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd are Victory Nights! Now, time and time again, we know that if you don't miss the Victory Nights, you'll celebrate at the end of the month. It's just factual. It just happens to be the case. So, 8 p.m. on a daily basis, we'll be here at the cathedral. 8 p.m. on a daily basis. Oops, I forgot to welcome anyone who's joined us online. You're welcome as well. Please send us an email to let us know. Send it to admin at cftchurches.org if you've joined us online. And if you live within the greater London area, we'd like you to be a part of this first, second, third as well. Victory Nights, first, second, third. Please ensure that you're a part of it here. There is every reason. I mean, we need to make sure, ensure that you're here as much as possible. Don't make sitting at home and joining on Zoom the default position. Let it be the absolute exception rather than the default position. And as you know, God moves in miraculous ways. Sometimes we just turn up and God instructs apostles to start to lay hands. He doesn't prepare it. He doesn't plan it. God instructs. And then all of a sudden, people are saying, oh, I wish I was there. That would not be your case in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, that's first, second, third, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. On Thursday, the 4th, we'll be back on Zoom at 9 p.m. And on Friday the 11th, sorry, Friday the 5th, we'll be back here at the cathedral at 11 p.m. On Friday, we'll be back here at the cathedral at 11 p.m. I'll just like to remind us as well, PVM, PVM, if you are, if, if PVM retreat is on the 15th to the 18th of August 2022, please note that joining instructions will be sent to all paid up delegates by email this week, all paid up delegates by email this week. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There is a, um, a sister, someone, um, one of the baptismal candidates, that Reverend Omer um, collected um, an item from you. Please see her in the green room after the service. Please see her in the green room after the service. There's one of the baptism candidates. Uh, please see, make sure you see Reverend Omer before you leave. Um, this afternoon in the green room. And I'd like to invite for the very special announcement today. I've done that. I have. Where was everyone? Did I announce about the PVM? I've been vindicated. Special announcement. I'd like to invite Pastor Elizabeth. She's soundtrack. She's making her own soundtrack.
I don't know. I think the instrumentalists are still asleep. It's all right. I wanted a bit of a soundtrack because I know some of you are wondering why I'm standing here. So I'm going to ask the question to the audience. Why am I standing here? What is my special announcement this morning or this afternoon? It's, it's what's happening, sorry. <laughs> so... I thought we would have a bit of an interactive announcement today. So everyone say six. Everyone say six. Six. I have six announcements to give you today. So if you can count them for me as I go along so I don't continue to give announcements and we will stay here to this evening. So announcement number one. Right. Our convention is coming up on the 8th of Right, on the 8th of August, Monday the 8th of August, to Sunday the 14th, every young person in this house, I implore you, if you are aged 12 to 30, can I see you wave your hands? Don't worry, those of us who are young at heart, I will ask you to also raise your hands if you're young at heart. Someone thought I was 25 the other day and I'm not going to change that. I'm going to keep it. Um, This is your time to shine, no pun intended. This is your time to really, really get stuck in to what God is doing in Christ's Faith Tabernacle Youth of Royal Destiny. So tell your friends, make sure you come yourself. It's going to be, or it's guaranteed to be a fun-filled week full of worship before the Father. It's going to be life-changing. Like, don't you know, allow yourself not to be found there, right? So, announcement number... This is where I would have said I was going to sing something, but I don't have any song in my head. So, it's Youth Worship Night, guys. Woo! This is going to be an amazing time in the presence of the Most High God, and it's taking place on the 6th of August. Let's all say it. You do not need to be 12 to 30 to attend. Everybody can come, yeah? So we look forward to seeing you there. Announcement number... Right, I'm only hearing people behind me. Announcement number... If I don't hear you, I'll just keep chatting and we'll all be here. Okay. We will be having a youth drama throughout or during the youth week. And we just need some volunteers, people who will come forward to help, you know, stage hand stuff, etc., etc. So please, if you're interested in doing that, go to the youth desk outside. Announcement number. Youth Away Day. Woohoo! Youth Away Day is always an amazing day away. It says it on the tin. Youth Away Day. Um, But it's a chance for us to fellowship as young people in the church. And also we get one-on-one time with Apostle and Reverend Omar. So please make sure you come there. Or be, be there and don't be square. If you're still interested in registering, um, please visit the youth desk. Announcement number. Perfect. Youth t-shirts. They're quite snazzy this year. So every year, and I, you know, I think every week I've heard the youth announcement, and I don't think there's been a bit of an explanation. 
the Holy Spirit kind of impressed it upon our hearts a number of years ago to be self-resourceful as a body within the church. And um, one of the things we used to do at school, at college, at uni, was raise funds. So we raise funds so that we can be self-sufficient and sponsor ourselves in terms of all of the costs that, you know, are contributed towards the running of the youth convention, including feeding our visiting churches and just other bits and pieces that happen. So please order your t-shirt. Part of the funds from our t-shirt fundraising initiative go towards supporting the youth as a body. Announcement number. Okay. Can I get a drum roll, please? The drum roll. I'm here. Right. I don't know about you or if it's just that because I'm now standing in the front, I can smell some delicacies coming, coming from the hall of mirrors. So back by popular demand. We have the Youth of Royal Destiny cook-off! Right. So you're looking up at the screen and I can explain what's going on. What we have decided to do in our body is to elevate the talents of a number of young people in the church or other competitors. So we have an array of delicacies right now in the Hall of Mirrors. Let me hear you say, ooh... We've got, let me not mispronounce it, don't laugh at me, I'm a Londoner, beggary, and a widow. <laughs> let me hear you say, ah! <laughs> We've got spicy noodles, ooh! And lots of other... I think we've got like meat pies and chicken. Like what Apostle was going on about two Sundays ago, we've solicited the help of a number of competitors within the church. Now, this is a competition. So what we ask is everybody pays to get in, but you're all going to nominate your most favorite dish. And this person will get a prize at the end of the youth convention. Mm. So please support us. Please support us. Don't just run out the door stage left. Um, Give, give, give as much as you can, or stage right, I think. Give, give, give as much as you can. And also refresh yourselves, because this has been a bit of a longer service today, so don't forget. Now, you'll be happy to know that I have no further announcements. I hope the clap is not to tell me to get off the stage. Oh, it's getting louder. Um, when is the youth convention starting? Everyone on the stage be quiet. When is the youth convention starting? The 8th of August. Be there or be square. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor Elizabeth has no further announcements, but she handed the mic over to me. Ordinarily, she should have handed it over to Apostle to close, but I was standing there. Now, this is not from the youth, not solicited from the youth, but on behalf of the youth. Paradventure, you have to rush off today, and you're not going to be part of the cook-off, because you don't want to taste all those delicacies. I'll be standing out there, and you will pay five pounds on your way out anyway. So it might, you might as well just pay the five pounds to go upstairs. Otherwise, you'll still need to get past me at the, at the gate. Apostle, sir. 
Hallelujah. I thought I would not be cold. <laughs> because I was smelling food from the altar. So I was looking at this choir that was, is somebody among you cooking and what's going on here? Can you not smell it? Uh, if you didn't smell it, something is wrong. Whatever the case may be, smelling it had provoked something from my stomach. There is something epidermizing my system. If and very delicious to my existence, if not satisfied. And so, we are going to go to that place. I hope the food will go round. That is your obligation. Aha. Uh-huh. Because we must eat. Today we are celebrating uh, many things, including Pastor Sydney's uh, PhD. So go there and eat. And eat. It is delicious. Let's stand up together, please. Wow. Can I say to those of you from New Cross, by next week we go back to New Cross. Next week, Sunday. Next week is the youth convention starts on Monday, isn't it? Isn't it? But next week, 8 a.m. service in New Cross and 10 a.m. service here. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven? May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed this week. As you are going into this week, we will shout for joy together when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up the banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you and fulfill all your desires. May the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Abraham and Isaac at Bethel, may he give you encounters of heaven, even in this week. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Now Hebrews chapter 13, 20 and 21, shall we? Now... May the God of peace have brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Before we share the general grace, the men, I remember this, the men did a brooch for the light of the world and i think that brooch can be found with the people in the in the in the um bookshop i was looking for my brooch oh it's there i'm wearing a brooch isn't it i thought it has vanished oh my brooch is there so this is the brooch you can you may not be able to see it from distance but it's a good thing to make sure that you get yourself in it May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Say to somebody, the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And surely,
there shall be showers of blessing will fall in your house. to rose according to our confession can i remind you that the meeting for second thought begins tomorrow and we'll be holding the meeting here in the cathedral at 8 p.m every day god bless you please be seated and the ushers will